Blog Talk Radio. For the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Saturdays from 12 to 2. So you can tune in, and uh, we we just do it over here the way we do it. You know, I don't know no other way to do it, to be honest about it, because I know mainstream media, they're going to do it the way they do it, so we do what we do over here. So if you're tuning in to the Bobby Eaton Show, you can listen to us if you're in Tulsa. On the all new KBOB 89.9 FM. Again, that's 89.9 FM, the all new KBOB, Black on Black Community Radio. Uh, also on iTunes Podcast and iHeartRadio. So, and Blog Talk Radio, of course. So, if you dial the number 646 716 and going to have a great show today. Hey, it's the Dream Center with Pastor Tim Newton. He's in the house, and we're going to be having a great conversation, enlightening you guys about what's going on at the Dream Center. A great brother doing great things in our community here in North Tulsa, and we want you to tune in. Once again, that phone number is 646-716-5525, and press the one button if you want to talk on the air. Well, we're going to take a little break, a little break. Yeah, I go stumbling on words, but you know, hey, we're not formal over here. Hey, we split verbs. We do whatever's necessary. You can take your shoes off over here at Eaton Media Services, which is located at 1533 North Norfolk, here in the heart of North Tulsa, around the Pine and Peoria area. So if you're over this way, just stop on through. You know, I don't have no bunch of regulations and rules and stuff like that. Now, you don't need to get out of hand. You know, you get out of hand, you're going to see that other body. But, hey, meanwhile, you're going to see this one. We're going to take a little break, and we're going to be back with Pastor Tim. So while we're doing that, go and, you know, notify somebody. Say, hey, Pastor Tim is getting ready to come on the radio. Okay? All right, we're going to be right back, so stick around. I'm about five away from giving you the most amazing I'm going to give you five, I'm going to give you four, I'm going to give you three, I'm going to give you two. I'm about five seconds away from giving you the most amazing I'm going to give you five, I'm going to give you four, I'm going to give you three, two. Now everybody go wild, go wild, go wild, go wild, everybody go wild, go wild, go wild. Trying to stay calm, feel the fire, kind of like Jeremiah. 
little Canton Jones, right? Yep, yep, yep. And boy, what a great song. Hey, Pastor Tim, welcome to the show, man, and glad to have you in the building. You know, me, we talked about this a while back. We did, we, we did. Said, we kind of said, uh, yeah, man, we got to get together and do this show. And here we are doing a show. You're in the building. I'm in the building, man. I'm glad to be here. And we got a lot to talk about. Come on. To talk about. Now, Pastor Tim, where you from, man? Tell our audience where you from. Man, so originally, originally from Los Angeles, California. LA, I've been there, man. Yeah. Lived yeah. there 17 years. And spent you know, mm-hmm. a lot of time in the A, in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. As well as Birmingham, Alabama. So, you know, I got to gotta represent all, all those spaces right you there. You got to be in all them places. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So, L.A. to Tulsa, L.A. to Atlanta, or where? L.A. to Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham. to Atlanta, Atlanta to Tulsa. Okay, Atlanta to Tulsa. How did you end up in T-Town, man, in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Man, God, and short, short, you know, God, he did it. He's the one that, that brought me here. The engineering firm I was working for, they brought me up here for a job, and I was supposed to be here for six months, and I decided to... After that six months, that six months turned to eight, eight turned to 12. During that time, I was doing some volunteering at Vernon Manor apartment complex, put together a little baseball team. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I think I like Tulsa. So you kind of was feeling Tulsa, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just fell in love been, with Tulsa. Tulsa been good to you, huh? It has, it has. I feel in love. I mean, I feel in love with the people yeah. and the community. It's it's a great, it's a great place. I love Tulsa. Now, Tulsa still has its challenges now. It does. You know it we does. do, but I can understand uh, you coming from, so a lot of people come here and they, they really like Tulsa, you know, yeah. you know, based upon some places they've been, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. Cost of living is cheaper here too. Oh, much cheaper. Yeah, much man, cheaper. it is. You know, I, I was born and raised here in Tulsa, left here and I've been back here four years and I'm like, wow, man, it's yeah, yeah. still, still cheap around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, it's the only place I know that you can buy a house for under $10,000. And speaking of houses, me and you talk off mic mm-hmm. about investment broker with houses, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you get started in purchasing all these homes? Man, I mean, truthfully, like, you know, in short, I just, I took, I started leveraging the equity that I had in my in my home mm-hmm. and uh, took that equity and tried and was able to apply that to get another property. You know, I, I hear people all the time talk about how, like, man, you know, the, the White folks, they just they just trying to drive down the, the property value and and they're gonna buy for pennies on the dollar. I'm like, well, yeah. Why don't you do it? Mm-hmm. Like, cause you know it's important for us to be able to buy back our community. You know, a lot of us we live in the community, but we don't own it. Right. Like we're just renting. Yeah, you know? you're right about that. We may have a home, a vacant home right next door mm-hmm. that we could purchase. Exactly. But we just don't even go think about even purchasing. Yeah, we're not even trying. You know, and if we if we just put a little bit of effort, we'll realize that man, like this is a I can afford this. It's an investment. It's an investment. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're renting a house that we should be buying and we've already paid for it four or five times over, yeah. you know? And so, uh, so that's, that, that's something I'm really trying to get, you know, just my loved ones and which is everyone that lives in North Tulsa to understand and our community to understand that, Hey, like we, we need to buy our community because yeah, you're right. Like white man is going to buy it up. He's going to buy it up. You know, and what I see, I've seen this happen over here in North Tulsa. I've seen a family live in a home, black family, Mm -hmm. and I guess the roof is bad or whatever. So they don't repair the roof. Mm -hmm. So they all move out Mm -hmm. and get them an apartment paying $800,000 a month. Yeah. You know, while the house is deteriorating. Mm -hmm. Then I see 
white folks or Hispanic folks come over and looking at it like, wow, we want this. Oh, yeah. And so they purchased that house and they remo- fix-, fix it all up. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of Hispanics on the roof and everything. And next thing you know, they're living in it. Oh, yeah. Are renting it out. Yep, yep. Turn that turn that house into a home. And then those people who moved out, they be wishing we should have did this, we should have did that. Yep. But they didn't lost their home. They could have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Very easy. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people. I was telling someone just the other day. It's like you know, you're you have this house here. If you go and get a loan, if you uh, take equity out on this on this property to fix it up, your mortgage is going to be three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, for the whole property. Yeah, like how much? How much are you spending in rent? Because the scenario she was in, she she it was her mom's property. Her mom passed away, and so she was like, "I'm just gonna sell it." I'm, I'm like, "Well, you paying rent? How much you paying in rent right now?" And she's spending, you know, eight fifty, nine hundred dollars a month in rent. Exactly, just in rent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. And with you being a real estate investor, you already know, you already know about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, so yeah, so it's just one thing, like, it's, it's so doable, mm-hmm. it's you know, doable. and, and, but people, they just don't know. And, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, our people perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so that's my right, goal is like, right. how can I like help people get the knowledge they need to empower them and give them the, the ability to, yeah to, to make things happen for themselves. So how many properties do you think you own right now? Oh man, I don't like to talk about it. So you don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> you know you got some big numbers. I didn't heard about you. We, some big we, numbers. We doing we not doing only in do. Tulsa but other places as well, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So do do it keep you moving all around? It does. It does. And we're gonna, you know, take some time next week to 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 go out and see some see some properties, even like some potential stuff like to buy in other other cities, because you know there's yeah. a lot of other cities other even cities outside and things of Tulsa. Like Tulsa. That outside. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. You know, well, I'm proud of you that you've been a black man who want to invest in real estate and you got it going on like that. I haven't heard about your real estate. Hey, we're trying, we're trying you to, know, you know, like invest in our community. In the you community. You know, that's, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've heard about it, you know, so like that. Well, hey, let's go to the phone lines. We got to, you know, before we get into the Dream Center. Yeah. I want to see who this is and want to talk on there on the air right quick. Area code 918-900. You on the Bobby Eaton Show. What's up? It's me, Wayne. What's going on? Hey, Wayne. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, man. Haven't heard from you in a while since the Juice Radio Show. You know, I know you yep, playing yep. basketball about now, right? Yes, sir. I am. Yep. Yeah, and they say they say they've been missing you over there. Yeah. Over here at the Juice Radio Show, and I know soon the season's yep. over with, you're gonna be right back, right? Yeah, I'm coming back. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dedicated to the juice and stuff. Yeah. Well, so we I, got I was calling it because I heard. Yeah, I heard that Pastor Tim is on the air uh, on the yeah, radio hey. tonight. So I just Pastor to... Tim is sitting right up in here with me. What's going on, Wayne? What's up, How's it going? What, what's nothing much? How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. But those don't know that's listening, like Wayne. That's like that's like that's like my that's my little one. That's my little mini me right there. Oh, is that what that is, Wayne? Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. When you told me you knew him, he's a good guy. Oh man, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So what's up, man? Yep. Nothing. I just called to say what's up, and I'm proud of what you're doing and stuff. You know. I appreciate that. I'm proud of you, man. You you doing a great job. I you know I, I saw you the other day Sunday doing your. Doing, doing your, doing your mom dance, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, at, yeah. At church, yeah. And, you know, you represent Christ at your school, playing ball. You know, I, I appreciate yes, you, man. Yeah. Keep doing what you do, bro. Okay. 
Okay. All right, Wayne. Hey, man, keep shooting that ball, and we'll see you after the uh, season is over with, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, I'll talk to y'all. All right, right, Merry Christmas. Take care. Hey, that's a bright young man, good young man. You know, uh, Wayne, he went with us to Dallas, you know, so we had the opportunity to take him down there. Yeah. All right, Pastor Tim, you are the director of the Dream Center. I am the uh, director of programs at the Dream Center. Tell us a little bit about that, okay? Yeah, so the Dream Center, we've been around for almost 20 years. We're going into our 20th year in 2020, and it was founded by the late Pastor Billy Joe Daugherty. And, okay. Yeah, he saw the different crime that was going on out in North Tulsa, and he drove out in the corner of 46 Cincinnati and said, God, give us land that we can make an impact in this community. A couple of months later, two sisters named Mary and Martha reached out to him and said, hey, we have some land we'd like to donate to you. We don't go to Victory, but we know you have a heart for North Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And he asked, where was the land located? And they said, well, it's actually right off 46 in Cincinnati. And uh, that's how it got started. And not too long after that, uh, another couple, they reached out to him and said, hey, we have a million dollars we want to donate to do something significant in North Tulsa as well. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, actually, someone just gave us some land. And mm-hmm. so those things came together. And, you know, so I always tell people, you know, if you think God doesn't hear your prayers, even very, very simple prayers like, God, give us, give me this so I can make this happen. Mm-hmm. God, he hears those things. And not only does he hear them, he brings the resources behind it to make those things come to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. And and I could think of a countless times of being at the Dream Center where, you know, we was believing God for something and we saw that thing happen. So and, it happened. And we right. was like, man, God, like we need, we need a freezer. We need a walk-in freezer. We're using refrigerators. Like we're trying to feed all these different But you people. built all that up, right? Yeah, yeah. And it started coming, right? And it started coming. Man, you yeah. got a big old center out there and about five or six vans out there. Yep. And you got how many uh, kids do you have? Man, so we have an after-school program where we're reaching over 400 boys and girls every single day in the after-school program. At Man, that's great. Multiple that's different fantastic. Sites. Right, from John Hope Franklin, Monroe. So shout out to all my world changes at John Hope Franklin, Monroe Demonstration Academy. We have campuses there. And we also go to nine different elementary schools throughout the North Tulsa area, primarily oh. the McLean feeder pattern. I got you. I got you. So what are some of the programs that you offer to these youth? Yeah, so our after-school program is the big one. You know, that's the one every single day we pick up boys and girls, bring them to the Dream Center. We do tutoring and math and reading. I also do a lot of STEM and what we call choice clubs so they can be a part of Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, dance, music, uh, different activities like that. Then we have sports. Just this coming up month, we're starting our Dream League, and that's something we partner with all the different elementary schools. We have 13 different elementary schools where it's like high school sports on an elementary school level. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have two divisions, a third and fourth, a second and third, fourth and fifth, mm-hmm. and a sixth grade division. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you have Walt Whitman versus John Hope, Legacy versus... Oh, you got, okay, a little comp- competitive yeah, yeah, spirit. Yeah, it's real, it's real competitive, high. yeah, and we have a trophy. That, that travel from school to school. So right now, who got uh, it now? Right now, Walt Whitman has the trophy. Okay, they got they holding the trophy. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They so they they holding the trophy, and so they they gonna try to keep it this year. We'll see what happens. And uh, uh, so, but but you have a lot of schools that's looking to try to take it from uh-huh. from Bell to Anderson to Unity, so John Hope. That's Legacy. great, man. We're gonna have to advertise that and talk oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, it's a good time. You know, it's a good time. So you we, know. they pack out the gym. Parents come. The mm-hmm. Teachers will be teachers be there. It's really fun. It's a good time. And then we also have other sports, uh, sporting events that take place, uh, like baseball, when baseball season rolls around. And we have Super Saturday. Super Saturday, that's our Saturday kids service. A lot of the moms and dads in the community call it the Little People Church uh-huh. because it's church for kids. Church for kids, huh? Yeah, yeah. So it's every it's every second and fourth Saturday. 
And I always say, you know, we like to feed them breakfast. We have, uh, we feed them breakfast, lunch. We have a church service for them that we give them a bunch of candy and we give them back to the parents. And so, you know, we got to get them all sugared up and sugared up and ready to go. Yeah. And give it back to their parents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, do you have a lot of volunteers? We do. We, we have volunteers, but we could definitely use more volunteers. Like volunteers is, so, 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 so important. Important, right? Yeah. There, huh? you, know, you could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the people to make it happen, you have nothing, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, so yeah, so volunteers is really the, all those areas, everything I mentioned, we look for coaches and everything. Boy, you got a big staff and stuff, huh? Of folks out there, huh? We, our staff is not as big as you would think. You know, we, yeah. we, we only you have, have, you have the medical out there too, don't you? Yeah, we have a medical clinic. Uh, we have, and our medical clinic just alone, like we have, only two employees there. We okay, have a nurse the practitioner mm-hmm. and, and our and our doctor. Everyone else there are gotcha. all volunteers. Volunteers. They come they come and make it happen. Yeah, but our medical clinic it takes place on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, on uh, full days on all of those days. And we have over a little bit over a thousand people that look at the Dream Center as their primary care physician. That's right. That's right. And it only serves North Tulsa. So like North Tulsa. If you live in North, North Tulsa, Tulsa, yeah. So you give out food. And- Yep, we do groceries on Tuesdays and Fridays. How do people qualify for that food? They just show up. Just show up. Yeah, I'm, anybody, huh? Anybody. That's one of the things. Like that was really the heart behind the Dream Center. We didn't want to create. We're not one of those social services agencies. We're not a social service agency, and we don't want to create a bunch of barriers for people to have to receive. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I didn't have much, and you would go somewhere, and you know, to say, well, you need to present an ID. You need to present a a, a bill. I'm like, well, I don't have any money. I don't have a bill. Like last mm-hmm. thing I want to see is a bill. I don't, I don't have my ID. Right. So you gonna tell me I can't get any food because I don't, I don't have an ID or I can't give you a proof of address. Right. And so like, that, that's just another hurdle that, that, you know, yeah. I'm trying to figure I got to jump. So yeah. it's like, man, like I don't want any more hurdles. And so that's really the heart behind Y'all the dream don't do center. It out there, yeah. Huh? We don't, we don't want to put any hurdles in front of people. Mm-hmm. If you need, if you need help, we, we're here for you. And that's, that's, that's really a, the that's goal. a good thing, man. Yeah. Because I hear a lot of that. A lot, a lot of people needing food and senior citizens mm-hmm. or whatever they needing food. So they go out there on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and get, you know, packs of food. You guys got what dairy products and vegetables. And, yeah. Dairy uh, food, uh, you know, ve- vegetables. We try to mm-hmm. major on the fresh fruits and vegetables. We're really big on that. You know, saying how how can we give people cause, because there's not a grocery store in our community. You know, I rode on the bus. I know all of you got the BRT. That's the bus rapid transit that's running now, and uh, I'm actually going to get on it. I'm going to get on it uh, either tomorrow or or Friday. I want to see how long it takes. I know we have a grocery store that's about to come into our community, mm-hmm. but uh, until then, until then, it used to take three hours to get to the to the reasons on 15th and Lewis. Mm-hmm. I rode it one day. That's mm-hmm. one way. Three hours. Right. And so you think about you think about someone that doesn't have transportation, that's on a fixed income, that's saying, okay, I want to go to the grocery store, and it takes them three hours just one way just getting there, mm-hmm. and then they have to shop, and then three hours that's back, that's, that's a that's a work shift. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's a shift, right? Yeah, like I mean, it's, I mean it if, if they shop for an hour, that's seven hours. Mm-hmm. You know, if they shop for thirty minutes, because you don't have to wait for the bus as well. So mm-hmm. you know that those buses don't run fifteen every fifteen that's minutes. That's true. You know, and so it's going to so it's going to take them a while just just to go shopping, you know. And so um, and so I would love to I'm going to get I I'm, I want to try to, you know, ride the bus and get a good idea of what is it really going to take now that we have the BRT. You're going to get on it yourself. Yeah. 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 And just and just, ride, just see the, it. ride that bus down. the Yeah. Yeah. Down Peoria. And, and, and well, you know, I, my uh, I had uh, I got on that bus, me and a partner of mine, mm-hmm. uh, Larry Hill. We got on that bus together. I got sick on the bus. <laughs> 
Well, I was on the bus. Yeah, I did. I got sick, had a little incident on that bus, but you know, I ain't afraid to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that bus took us from right here, Pine and Peoria. Mm-hmm. It took us downtown to the bus station. Yeah. And then it took you back out, you know, all the way to 81st Street where the Walmart is out there. Gotcha, gotcha. By, you know, by Oral Roberts. How long did it take you to get to that Walmart? Just curious. Ooh, I don't know, man. That may have taken, I don't know, 45 minutes maybe. 45? Something like that. Yeah, that's not bad. Then. Yeah, 45 minutes to get from over here to out there. Yeah, all the way out there. You know, yeah, the yeah. way they were running the route on the A-Roll. Okay, you know, okay. A-Roll, you know, so. Yeah, that, that's, not, that's not bad. I mean, because obviously the... It, it'll get you it gets you there and so you're gonna get there yeah yeah you know and so 45 minutes that's not bad it's not so bad that's what i'm estimating maybe mm-hmm. 45 minutes from you know from here to there yeah so yeah yeah that was a good thing that is that is good i mean because it, it's it's so vital you know like it, our community we have to be able to be mobile yeah we do and so, we, so were that, t- we were just talking about how being mobile and how I was telling everybody that I'm trying to raise money to get a van. Mm-hmm. Don't get that van, too. Yeah, yeah, it's, gonna, coming. it's coming. It's coming. Van, coming. Van's going to show up right outside right there. Yep. So it's going to be, you know, in just a minute. But I know transportation is important. It is. It is. If you can move people to to get from A to B, like especially from a uh, from, as an organization, I feel like even at the Dream Center, we're we're able to do so much because we're able to move boys and girls and moms and dads in multiple places really quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of, and a lot of people at a time. And so uh, like this past Thursday, you know, we were, we took 330 boys and girls on a shopping spree, mm-hmm. you know, for Christmas. And, you know, only way we was able to do that is because we had the vehicles to do it. Mm-hmm. Vehicles to do it. I got you. Well, look here. We're going to take a little break, a little okay. pause for the calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I want to let everybody know you're listening to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. Pastor Tim of the Dream Center is in the house. You know, while we're on this break, dial at number 646-716-5525 and press that one button. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to him. We'll be right back.
Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody can do it like that. Hey, also in the studio, I got a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine. He's been around down in Tulsa and in Houston, Texas. How we doing, Clarence? Pull that microphone close to you like that. Yeah, put your headphones on so you can hear what's going on. You know, yeah, let me get you. Let's get you right, right quick. Yeah, go ahead. How you doing, bro? Hello, this is Tulsa, Oklahoma. This yeah, turn is, uh, it side, turn it sideways. KBOB. Yeah. 89.9. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, Tulsa. I'm just came by to see my buddy Bobby. Just got in town last night. Uh, yeah. As you all know, I'm still in Houston, but I'm coming home for the holiday. Well, man, glad to see you and Larry, you know what I mean? And we, as we go go forward in the holidays, and stuff, it's good to be able to have a holiday. It's good to be you seen, know, to Bobby. be seen, man, you know, good to be get seen. older with some of those things. So I want to just thank you, man. I was just recently down in Houston. That's right, that's right. I, I, I kicked it at your crib, man. You got yeah. a nice crib down yeah, there, You're welcome, man, yes. Yeah, yes. nice clean kid, a beautiful wife. And, yes, I'm blessed. And hospitality was great. Thank you, and, thank you. And, uh, yeah. man, I just want to thank you, man, for uh, – for, for all of that, man, I feel like, hey, man, look here, this is pretty good. Yes, thank I'm, you for I'm, all you do, buddy. Hey, I'm gonna have to come back. You know, you better come on back, <laughs> and man. Do it yes, again, sir. man. Whenever you know, you, me and you got to. history. We got history there, yes, and right. we got some stories and stuff that we untold, can tell. Yes. Untold stories untold and stuff stories. like that. So, I just want to thank you for taking the time to come into the studio, visit a brother. How long are you gonna be here? I'll be. I'm leaving back out on Friday. Back out on Friday. Back out on Friday. Back to H Town. Back to Houston, yeah. Yeah, back appreciate to everything you do, Bobby. Man, keep up the good work for uh, being the voice of North Tulsa. All, All right, well, well, thank you, Clarence. Merry okay? Christmas, Tulsa. All right, Love great, you. great, great. All right, Pastor Tim. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, let's get in. Let's talk a little bit about your school, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drexel Academy—that's the name of the school—and and, um, we started it. We started a few uh, a few years a few years ago. We're actually in our fourth school year. Mm-hmm. And a uh, format of small classroom sizes, longer school days, and uh, it's great. We have pre-K through fifth grade, and we're trying to approach education from a holistic standpoint. You know, like if you want to, you know, break the cycle of poverty, education is the key. You know, education is the equalizer. It like is, that's that's it? what's going to, um, you know, even though the the playing field in my in my mind, like it'll never really be level. You know, we, we hope for it to be, but what, 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 what brings us to where we need to be, where we can actually move things forward is education. And so, so that's why the school is super important, important to me. And uh, it's a tuition free private school. It's and, free, uh, huh? Yeah, it's free. It's free. You know, and the one, one of the qualifications that, uh, especially as we move along the first few years, we are like, we just need, we just want to get people present. We just want to get people a part of the school. And, but as time move along, you know, the requirement to, for to be a part of school, you have to be at or below the level of poverty. Um, and well, so, what's um, the poverty level now? It's thirty-two thousand a year. That's what it is. That's huh? what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but but you know, for right now, like we're we're just accepting accepting students, and and uh, it's great. Like so, I enjoy so a mom, a mom comes through there with two to three children. She automatically just qualify if she's below the poverty level, yep. right? Yep. And yep. all her children can go to school. All at the your school, school. Go to school. Yep. Yeah. I mean, totally free of charge. That's great, you know, man. We, we do like we ask for parents to do about four hours of volunteer time a month mm-hmm. to have that um, that that parent involvement, exactly. you know, in the, in in the school and and you know, our it's great. We have great, amazing dads that they do things around the school. Like one one uh, one dad, I remember just the other day, he was saying, "Hey, I, I saw you had a faucet that's that's leaking. I'm a plumber. I'm, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna fix it." And he came and he he knocked that out. Last year, uh, our hot water tank went out. And a couple of dads said, hey, we'll just, we know how to fix that. We're just going to come in and just do it. 
And so, so it's just great seeing like our community come together. We're educating ourselves. We're, we're working together and we're educating our kids right here in the community. And it really is true. Like that's, that's, that's what it's all about. People talk about bringing back Black Wall Street and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like mm-hmm. that's You hear it all the time. It. Yeah, that's you it. hear it all the time. Like that's, that's yeah. something you hear all the time. And so like that's, that's, that's it t- taking place in the flesh. Like we're raising up these boys and girls to be able to, to be the leaders. That, that we know that, that God has called them to be. Mm-hmm. So, I believe that because our youth are our future. They are. That's what we're going to look like. Mm-hmm. So you got to train them up. Yep. Get yep. them ready to become adults, you yep. know, and they'll take that and remember that for a lifetime. Exactly, exactly. You know, and you're doing a great job over there. Now, um, are there times when you feel like, oh, man, I don't want to go in today? Are you are you the kind of person to be like me? Oh man, I love to go in. Let me get on. Yeah, in. yeah. Like it's it's like I I I have a hard time sleeping at night. I have to take melatonin and 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 and, and sleep gummies just to make my just keep my mind to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. to because I'm constantly like thinking about like what what else can we do and like it be I, I can't wait to to go mm-hmm. out and and mm-hmm. do this with the with the kids and mm-hmm. have this go on at the dream center, have mm-hmm. this go on at the school. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I just just. I, I I love this. This is what I do. Like if yeah, if I couldn't do it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'll be well. It, you know, I could tell that when we first met. Mm-hmm. We first met at the Benefactors Ball. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Been a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. Now you were getting an award, and uh, my dad was getting an award, mm-hmm. and we were sitting next to each other, and we started talking, and I just fell in love with your spirit, man, and what you're all about. And I met your wife, your beautiful mm-hmm. wife, yep, and yep. we were talking and things like that. And uh, how long you been married, man? Been married for eleven years now. Eleven years. That's yeah. a long time, bro. It is. It is. It People is. don't stay married like that no more. No, they don't. No, that's they a don't. long time. And so, congrats. Any children? Yes, I have two. Two. Um, Tim Jr. This is my youngest. He's three. He's three. And, uh, and then my daughter, she's seven. Her name is Avery. Oh, okay. And so like she's spoiling the little one, ain't she? Oh man, she thinks she runs the world. <laughs> you know, like everything. Everything. She is girl boss. On steroids. Is she? And I ain't mad at her. Yeah, I ain't okay. mad. All right, she, so that's she, okay. She marched to her own beat, and I, honestly, I, I like it that way. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, when she was when she was really, really, really young, you know, two, three, four years old, you know, um, people they'll say, "Oh man, she's she's strong will. She's strong will. Mm-hmm. You need to break that." I'm like, "Nah, I don't want to break. Keep, keep that strong. Yeah, huh? yeah. That I, strength." I, I want I want her to be be strong. I want her to have mm-hmm. a strong will. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I have I have a strong will as well. Yeah. And so that's yeah. that's what keeps me keeps me going. You know that, and I feel like you know, um, guy who was able to use that strong will in me to to make me just move forward regardless. You know, when I'm back when my back's against the wall, I'm gonna keep going because like I already know I know what I'm trying to get done. I know the end, and I feel like I I feel like if I just keep this keep this thing going. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people all the time, like, if you, no matter what you're going through, remember you're going through it. And so it's not like, it's it's not a destination. So if you have hard times that's coming that you're going through, you're going through hard times, okay, you're going to you go gotta through it. Going. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You kind of got to go for your vision. Exactly. Exactly. You, you know, can't stop. Your goal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you always win if you don't quit. Right. You know, and like, that's, that's super important. I tell people all the time, like, like you will always win if you don't quit. That's like, true. Like it's, it, it, there's, there's no, there's, 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 losing is not even, it's not even in the picture mm-hmm. unless you stop, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's life. And you, you know, I'm at a point, you know, when you start growing and you become um, that person, 
I'm always reinventing myself. Mm-hmm. I have to reinvent myself. I mean, I was Bobby the music bass player. Bloom, bloom, everybody know me by that. Now I'm Bobby the radio station guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I constantly think of things and ways to reinvent myself. Yeah. To stay uh, relevant in today's time. Yeah, that's so true. You I know? think about this in the same way. Like I, all the things that I have done, you know, similar to you, um, mm-hmm. you know, was in radio. And I DJed. I DJed growing up. That was like everyone knew me as the kid that, you know. Yeah, play DJ that, on the turntable. Yeah, huh? DJ on the turntable, passing out flyers to different parties. Right, and promoting things yourself. Going on. Yeah, yeah. And like, but that was, that was, that was what I did at the time. And I did music. I produced. I wrote. I had all that, those different things going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so you just reinvent yourself. But now yeah. it's pastor. Yeah, you're you pastor. <laughs> you know, and as a pastor, you may reinvent yourself as a pastor. Exactly. You know, right? Like exactly. that. Let's go to the phone line once again. I hope yeah, this yeah. ain't the same person, but we're going to see. Area code 918-808. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Bobby. <clears throat> Dave Davis, Hello. man. How are you? Who, who, again, who is this? It's Dave Davis. How are you? Oh, hey, Dave. How are you doing, man? Glad you could call into the show. What's been going on? Man, anytime you got a fixture like you got sitting up in the studio, man, <laughs> I got to call and give him his props. You understand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> this is a powerful so I, mm-hmm. I I just want to tell him how much I appreciate everything that he has done for his community. Um, He's a man who loves God and he's transitioned that love from not just loving God, but loving God's people. And so I'm just amazed at how he keeps going. I'm glad God has anointed him for uh, the community of Tulsa and has anointed you for the community of Tulsa to be able to be a voice for the community of Tulsa, uh, to the whole world. So I just want to tell you how much I commend the both of you. I love you, Pastor Tim. Happy 21st birthday to you. And, yeah, birthday. Uh, birthday boy, huh? Good work. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Dave. Hey, and come come see me, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Come, just come see me. All right. Okay. Great. Good brother right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good guy. Good, good guy. Edu- educated brother. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, very much yeah. so. He's, he's got some knowledge now. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like that, good, so. good guy, good guy. Good guy. So, what are some of the plans? Plans after? Okay, it's holiday season right now. Mm-hmm. You got through your Christmas stuff yep. and everything. What are some of the growing things that you're going to be focusing on as far as going forward? Oh man, like. I have to departmentalize these things. So I was, yeah, I got you. I, I got you. I know Dream it's, Center. It's, okay. It's a lot. Uh, so Dream Center, um, we are, we're going into our tax season. And so we have free tax prep that takes place starting in February. And so, so if you. Free? Free. Man, everything y'all do over there is free, huh? It's all free. It's a free 99, you okay. know? Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we're going to be have, have tax prep. It's going to be starting up on that in February. And, but, but also during that, we're, um, we're doing some partnerships with, um, with Due North, mm-hmm. as well as um, Next 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 Up, which is programs based from out of Workforce Oklahoma, and we're gonna be we're gonna be doing some uh, some job training there at the Dream Center. So use, use a lot utilizing that as a site that people can come get interviews, get job training, 
right there to, to, to just equip our people to, to, to do more. Dream Center is like a one-stop shop. Huh? That's, that's the goal. That's the goal. Like, how can we do, how can we do, and that's really common. I listen to what people say, you know, just be, being out in the community. And if they're saying like, man, it's, it's tough to do this. It's tough to do that. I start thinking to myself, okay, how can we, how can we help in that area to, um, to, to solve that problem. To empower yeah, and, yeah. And, and coach and things like that, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so that's so that's th- next year it's gonna be all about that. How can we do more in that area? Because, uh, like food, clothing, medical, that's great. You know, but it's like, okay, how can we equip people to have the knowledge yeah. and education? Exactly. You exactly. Know? And then with uh with Drexel, you know, we're 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 you know, we're right next to Westview Medical Clinic. Mm-hmm. And so we just expanded the the school where we added fifth grade and um, there's a lot of pressure from the parents to want us to do sixth grade. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. But right now, like we, we're going to, we're going to pump the brakes on, on adding sixth grade, but, um, but just really going to be tr- trying to focus on just building the school up to, you know, to do more and do more in the community, building the boys and girls up, having a greater bond with our parents. Uh, that's, that's really the big focus is coming up school year uh, or, or this 2020 year. And then personally, uh, just really trying to do more, do more real estate, you know. Um, yeah, real estate. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Do How long it. you been doing real estate, man? How long? So has now it, been? it has been, it has been four years, um, with with my properties here in in Tulsa. And you've accumulated all that many properties in the four years. Yeah, yeah. I, gave, I got here. I got here four years ago. I gave myself a goal. I said, you know, um, I believe. I, I remember telling my wife, I said, I feel like you know this is doable. And I tell people all the time, like you just you need. People need to start just speaking what they want. You speak those things to existence, you know, like you don't see it happening, but you speak it out there. And uh, and I, I told my wife, I said, you know, if we can if we can have, you know, 10 properties bringing in 500 a month, that's 60,000 a year. I can I can pay someone else to work at the Dream Center with me, because at that time it was just myself and Pastor Wendell Holt. We was the only two employees at the Dream Center. That was it. Huh? And that, that was it. And you know, we we blew that number out of the water and just and passed that way. And I, I gave myself, you know, five years. Like if we could do that in five years, that'd be great. How did you acquire the property? Say that first property. How did you acquire that? The very first property we did a refinance on our on our home. Okay. And so when we took the money, the equity out of the out of our home. So mm-hmm. like, so let's say, you know, if I could just put it like in real numbers, you know, we, we were able to we were able to, to refinance our home and take out twenty thousand dollars and i took that twenty thousand and said okay i'm going to i'm going to put this money into uh and buy buy a property Mm -hmm. and which was a home out out in north tulsa okay and um so yeah so it's home like in our community and so i was able to buy that property for four thousand dollars and then Mm -hmm. i put ten thousand into it and say okay now i'm in this house fourteen thousand dollars i can buy another house wow and i can rent it out Mm -hmm. and so yeah all right let's go to phone lines again let's see who we have Area code 918-896. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Yeah, I enjoy your show. And uh, like you say, Dream Center, we need more people like the Dream Center. You know, I, I like them, and I'm looking forward, uh, you know, spread the word. Like January 12th, I think, we don't have a sort of having church there, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have a Sunday morning service that's starting uh, January 12th at 11 o'clock. So you guys well, don't want to miss I'll be, what, what's your name? Your name is Aaron? I'm Pastor Tim. This is Pastor Tim. Okay, okay. Well, I'll be there, you know. And yes, I, know, I know I know Pastor Wendell, you know. I know him, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Between the 
between the three of us, we're gonna be bringing the word on 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 those on those Saturdays. I mean, on Sundays. Okay. And I call. I, I, you know, my brother-in-law. He talked to Wendell this weekend. Uh, he had a church called Redeeming Faith. It was an off-branch of Love Center, you know. And uh-huh. they closed. So now his name was Maurice Jones, and uh, he's an experiment. And his, he, he married my sister. She's a teacher here, and they have like a safe house for kids. You know, they, they real good with kids. And uh, anyway, I left his left his name on Aaron Johnson's uh, voicemail, and maybe you know. Y'all maybe you know need you know help maybe help you know get him aboard too you know help him out you know yeah 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 Maurice Jones but I'll be there January twelfth though awesome looking forward to it I'll see All you right. then okay. All you right know, thank Vince, you uh, for, yeah thank okay. you Carla for calling in okay okay All right. All right. wow so yeah yeah people Word like, get around don't yeah yeah it's really and it's exciting you know that's one of the things that when I um first came to the dreams and I would hear that a lot. Like, when are you guys going to start a church? And, and really true just to be just for people to understand, like it's not technically it's not the dream center starting a church It's victory, starting a church out, out at, the, at, dream at the dream center, at the dream center. Yeah. So okay. they basically started a ministry the, right out there along with you, your, your ministry. Exactly. Like we, the dream center and victory, we, um, Partner, up. I, I, we part, we partner up. They was founded through, was founded by Victory, but there, but one of the things that Pastor Billy Joe uh, always said, like, oh, like the Dream Center would never be a church, and so, so now it Pastor Paul as the, as the senior pastor. Oh, of the I church. see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. The Dream Center is more of an economic health uh, awareness center. Exactly. For the community. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so Victory, they 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 have multiple campuses already. They have one downtown. They have one in Manfred, Oklahoma. Have one in Orlando, Florida, and so now they're starting one in North Tulsa, and so mm. instead of them busting, they're they're going to the people now. They're going to the people, yep. out of straight out of the community. Yep, yep. And just bringing them up. Okay, that that sounds interesting. Let's uh, let go to the phone line. Let's see if we got a. Oh no, that's the same person. Okay, I don't want to be clicking on the same people <laughs> again. But um, so um. What's what, what's your guy's name to be in the gym handling all the kids on the basketball court? Oh course? man, that's yeah. my that's that's my guy, Mr. Actually, Larry. Man, that's what I was getting ready to say, Mr. Larry, big man, man, Big Larry, Big Larry. He don't take no mess. Shout out to Big Larry. Be, Harry. Yeah, yeah, Larry be man. He be running it up in there. And he volunteered for three years. Before didn't get Sally? paid before. Yeah, didn't get paid a dime. Really, and uh, and God opened up some doors where we were able to have some resources to be able to pay them, and and I, once I had the money, I was like, okay, I know exactly who is I'm, who I'm gonna get. It's Larry. It's Larry. You know, mm-hmm. and he he put he, it in. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Has great, mm-hmm. so much respect from all the boys and girls, and and his heart is is so for, there. It's for the youth and the kids. Yeah, he came on right after his wife passed away. And, uh, and so it was, you know, it was, a, it was a tough time for him. Um, mm-hmm. And I was glad that we was able to be in a position that we can be there with him and walk him through that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's my God. I love that man. Yeah, he's a great guy, man, with great passion and stuff. Yeah, man, he likes people. He's yeah. a people person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gon' he's gonna interact with people, and you're gonna get to know who he is. You are, you are. Yeah, he's one of the people. If you give him a task, he's gonna like. If you say, all right, I need, I need, you know, this, he's gonna take it to here. You know he's gonna take it up. He's gonna take it up three or four notches from what you asked for, mm-hmm. and um, and you can't be mad at that. Like he's definitely, you know, I, we try to to operate with a great level of excellence, and and he's he he's definitely exemplified. Yeah, he's that. there. 
Yeah. Most definitely there. Absolutely. One of them kind of brothers. And that's something about empowerment where we got to start, you know, people like him who can help build esteem exactly. within those kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he can uplift them and stuff yep. like that because it's adults that need some esteem building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You is. know, big time. You yep. know, they, they got low self-esteem and really don't care about a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a we got to we got to help our community. Yeah, yeah. And he he's definitely one of those heroes like in the community like you know that. And there's, there's a few people that I, that say you know they don't get talked about a lot, but they do so much in the well, community. Well, give him a shout out. Who is like, it? Like my my man Coach Reed. Coach Reed. That's my guy. Uh huh. You know, man. He working with those young men and girls like with, with the Reed Foundation doing the boxing. Yeah, man, I love Coach that guy. Reed. Yeah, man, I love him to death. Man, that's 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 yeah. my that's my guy. Like I, he tried to kill me one time. I was working out with him. Uh-huh. Oh, he tried like, to take it oh, to you. Oh my goodness. Oh, y'all had the gloves on. You and you and Coach Reed had the gloves on. Yeah, you know, we, I was trying to you know get a little fit. And, <laughs> and I, I was like, Coach Reed, you trying to kill me, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a golden glove yet. You yeah, know right, what I mean? Right, but uh, right, but right. yeah, like, he's old school, so you know he is, he he's is. gonna bring it. He's he's good. He's good guy, man, and and he does he does a lot. Um, even Jesse. Jesse, that uh, he used to be at Chamberlain Park. And, right, Jesse. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. now he's over at Chamberlain. Like, man, that that's my guy too. Like, he he just has a huge dedication and heart for the community. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Long time, long time. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you have a lot of those little unsung heroes. You know, they don't get like, enough credit. They don't. They no, don't. They really don't. You know, they spend a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, in in the in the in the community in the in the schools. Keith Willer. You know, from 100 Black Man, Larry, he's part of 100 Black Man as well. Like, I mean, do a lot in the community, mm-hmm. working with young people. And, you know, even when his health is not 100 percent, he's yeah, still Keith, there. Keith, yeah, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and th- those type of people like you, you won't, you know, they, they probably won't, they probably never get a building named after yeah. them or a street named after them. But yeah, they're the soldiers. Doing, they're soldiers. Yeah. And, and the stuff that happens in the community wouldn't happen if it wasn't for those guys, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so I, yeah. I, I really, you know, we talk that. about that because you got a, a few silent soldiers that never get mentioned, but they mm-hmm. doing a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of investment in the youth and things like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. They and they, and they, got, they got stories too, to yep. tell. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And, and, and because they're with them, they're with these kids all the time, you know, and, and you know their voice is is rarely rarely heard. And if you want to find out what's going on, if you talk to them, they can tell you. Yeah, they can tell you. Mm-hmm. They they know the stories. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we gotta honor them. And you know, I, I believe in giving people their flowers while they're living, man. Exactly. You know, instead of just waiting till they pass on and stuff like that. Me and my dad was talking about that because mm-hmm. uh, pops is uh, one of the last of what they say the Mohegans. <laughs> all his partners and stuff are dead and gone. The Homer yeah, Johnsons yeah. and the Ray Freemans and all those cats. And every once in a while, somebody like uh, Jericho Wortham or somebody will honor him, mm-hmm. you know, with something. And that makes me feel good. It makes him feel good that he's not forgotten. Yeah. And, Which I love that about what she did. Like, it, it gave us opportunity that because, you know, she, I, I look at her like she's like part of like that next generation. She's like she's, part she of is. my generation. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. in second tier, but we're still paying homage to mm-hmm. all those that came before us, you know, like your dad, you know, like Eddie Evans. Yeah. You know, right. like like those those guys, like they they put in a lot of work. Only reason why we're able to do what we do because of them, because somebody. of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. They were there. They made it happen. And, you know, and I guess like for me, like, that was something I would always definitely say to like the older generation that's 
that's thinking that they're not that that you know that they're forgotten or the young people come in just kind of is taking over like no like we appreciate all that you've done and well, we, and well, we the thing it. about it is a lot of information from like my generation and older has not been passed down yeah, yeah. so the young generation grow up they don't never hear no stories they don't know nobody exactly and so Sometimes the older generation expect them to already know, mm-hmm. and we don't know, and you just don't know, you know until you're introduced to it. Exactly, and we need we need that information so mm-hmm. then we don't make the same mistakes that mm-hmm. that, that you guys might have made. Like you've already trailblazed this, mm-hmm. this road. Like let me know there's a pothole there. Yeah, right. You know, and that's why I always say you need our wisdom and we need your energy. Exactly. exactly. You know, if you if we can give that in, that wisdom to you mm-hmm. to where you can have that energy. Yeah, and we yeah. kick back, you know, and just. Because, you know, a lot of uh, older seniors, they're not going to do too much now. Yeah, you know, yeah, too yeah, much yeah, movement, yeah. movement taking place. Only a few are still trailblazers and still in the mix and still doing what they do. And the rest yeah. of them got excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Always some excuses. But, hey, we're going to take another break. Okay. You know, hey, and uh, I just want to let everybody know. Pastor Tim from the Dream Center is in the building. Yeah, I'm here. All right, we'll be right back, okay? You know what I think heaven is? I think heaven is you. You know that? Listen. A place where I can find Happiness 
Okay, we're back. A little delay right there, but I'm okay with that. Pastor Tim is in the building, and um, we've been talking about the school, and we've been talking about the Dream Center. What are some of the things you like to do personally, on a personal level? I mean, you know, if you had to go by yourself and go do something you like to do, what would it be, man? You know, to the Dream Center. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's, It's like, yeah, I mean, like, I do... It's funny. Cause I was telling someone I want to. Um, I need to get another house because I need to. I need a project, and so I'm trying to buy like a house that's like burnt up and. Oh, you. I mean, that's work, right? And no, it's fun. It's, it's not fun. Work. Is that fun to you? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. 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 That's yeah, good. Yeah. 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 No, because I, what I I like to I like doing things that's gonna make the community look good. There you, you go. Know what I'm saying? So like so I so I literally drive around like let's take let me find the ugliest house on the street mm-hmm. that is. You know, it may be the, you know, I, this is one house. I'm trying to think, should I use the hood name for it? We used to call it, it used to be called the North Pole. A house in North Tulsa? Yeah, yeah. And 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 what was all it? my hood dudes out there. They know about it. They huh? know about the so North it was, Pole. It was like a crack house or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. where you got, okay. you got all your dope. Trap house. Huh? Yeah, it was a trap house. And mm-hmm. I call it, now I call it the trap house. But, yeah, that's what uh, they call it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but they I had it, to get the educated. Co- the code name was North Pole. North, oh, so everybody knew where the North Pole was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought the North Pole and I shut it down. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. And so that was like that. So I did that for. That was like that's like kind of what I do for fun. And I was like, all right, let me just let me buy, buy this, this house and shut this drug and sh- dealing and all yeah, that down. Yeah, because I own another house on the street. And I said, you know, what, let me just let me just eliminate this. I know them neighbors were happy, wasn't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and I went, I went, and I told the guys that, yo, I'm about to buy this house. You told the drug dealers yeah, and all yeah. that. I said, I, said, I'm, I just bought this house. I'm really good friends with Major Franklin and some other officers. I need you guys to go ahead and leave. And they're going to come tomorrow at 12. If the, if y'all here and you got all this activity going on, you just may go to jail. And they weren't there, huh? Well, there was a couple of hardhead people. Oh, was there some resistance? There was a little resistance. They, they yeah. weren't resistant, but they were just like, oh, uh, and, and the ones that knew me, they was like, yo, that's Pastor Tim. If he say it, he's, he's being for real. You're right. And, you know, I showed up 10 minutes before they rolled in. I said, they come. Before the police came? Yeah, yeah. The next day I showed up and, and you, I, I was like, yo, I need y'all. You to... were never threatened, were you? No. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Like, I mean, it, I feel like 
you give respect, people get respect. You know, they, 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 if you give respect, people give you respect back. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I, I don't try to come up, come in all, you know, puffed up or like I'm somebody special. It's like, I, I'm just like you. Like, but what I don't want to see you is in jail. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it's like, it's not doing the community any good with you being in jail. Like, I, I need you out functioning and, and, and working and doing things. Doing something positive. Yeah, doing something positive. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, but if you, if you, if you're here and you got dope on you, when the police roll up in the next 10 minutes, you going to jail. Yeah, that's, you, that's, that's going to happen. You, huh? That's going to happen. I need you to disappear. And a couple of them wanted to try it. And I was like, well, and I was like, dude. And they stayed up. They stayed, they stayed there, there and had dope on them yep. and ended up going to jail. They, they went to jail. See there? But so I used that as my project in that house. And it was it was tore up and we gutted it out and we fixed it up and put a mom, put a family in it and just gave now it. Now it's them. a whole new image, huh? Whole new image. The North Pole, huh? Yep, yep, yep. So wow! No more North Pole. I never knew, I never heard of that. The North Pole. Yeah, yeah. See, that's because you ain't a hood dude. And I ain't a hood dude, so <laughs> I, you know, I ain't a hood dude, so I don't know what's going on over there in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was, yeah. that was that was deep north now, fifty six hundred block. Oh, that's deep over there off of Elwood or somewhere down off in there. Over there off of uh, right, right there back behind Terrell Correctional. Oh. So yeah, the the women facility back mm-hmm. there, or what well, used to be the women facility, mm-hmm. they just closed it. See, there's a difference between hood and street. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so you can be street knowledgeable, but not hood. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's that's, that's the real thing right there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, so yeah, but no. Like, it, it's, do you run into any of those guys from time to time or nothing? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I even before then, I was running into them. You know, we we go out, we visit. I'm always walking the streets, talking to, knocking on doors, talking to parents. And, okay, so you're and out in the hood there. talking, huh? Yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time. You and, and you and your crew. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes I'm, I'm by myself most of the time, but yeah, but they go out as well. Like a lot of my my team, you know, I I ask them. It's it's more of a, I I don't really want to require it because. I need you to have a heart for it. If you don't, and, and if you if you don't have a heart for it, you're not going to be around me long. That's because, true. Because you have a passion. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to require so much. You're going to be like, yo, like this is just not my speed. Yeah, and, he's, and he's requiring too much. Yeah, asking yeah. me to do too much. Yeah, like you want me to go walk around Mohawk and knock on doors. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want me to go into Comanche and do this? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, and if, if and if so, if that's not what you're about. You you're going to disappear real quick. You're going to be like, you know what? I think it's time for me to resign. I'm like, thank you. You know, so, 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 but when I'm about, I'm, when I'm out and about, yeah, I run into, I run into cats all the time. I mean, I, I've received some, some good donations from some of my, some of my guys. <laughs> yep, just by knocking on the doors, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know this, this one guy, I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, but he used to, you know, do, do some, some, some extracurricular activities, mm-hmm. make, making money. They, in, in a, in a, go ahead and donate and stuff. Yeah, huh? in a creative yeah. way. And, yeah. And he was like, oh, Pastor Samuel, can you, you you take um we we you 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 take cash or you take you know uh, cashier's check or what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, I take however you want to give it to me. Yeah. And he came. Yeah. He brought. He dropped me ten thousand. Came by and dropped you ten thousand. Yeah. He's like he's like hey can you can you you know I know you need some help with it. go use it for the dreams in it. You know, and sometimes that's just, nice. That's yeah. good to him to even consider even doing like yeah. It drop like, you oh, off ten G's and he in the street. He in the streets in the hood, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or it may just like, hey, here's a hundred dollars. Buy some candy for the kids. Mm-hmm. Or buy some pizza. For, I know you always feeding the kids. Go ahead and get mm-hmm. them, get them pizza. I'm like, I right, bet. Mm-hmm. I think I go straight to Little Caesars, buy mm-hmm. some pizza, and give it to the kids. Give it to the kids. You know, that's what that's, that's great. What we do. You know, and see a lot, a lot of uh, drug dealers and people in the streets and in the hood will 
give back. Yeah, yeah. Give back to the community, you know, oh, yeah, but absolutely. we just don't know it and you don't ever hear it. Yeah. But they'll give back, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like a lot of times people, they do they do what they do for is because they're trying to survive. It's mm-hmm. a survival. It is a survival tactic. You know, because so, think about it. Johnny just, he just got busted and he did 10 years in the penitentiary. Now he's out and about. Mm-hmm. He can't find a job because he's a convicted felon. He don't exactly. have no transportation. And then what do you want him to do? So what you want him to do? He's going to go back with his with his boys. Exactly. And next thing you know, he's going to go back to doing what he was doing. You know, and, and if I can make, if I can make, you know, a, a few thousand in a couple of days, or make a few thousand in a few in a few months. Like which one are you gonna go for? A couple you know? of days. A couple of days. You know, and, and I mean that that math is real easy. And mm-hmm. and especially when, you know, there's not any opportunities for you to make it in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. You know, like like you're gonna you're gonna you go made, for you done made three to five thousand this week. Yeah. You know, and it's like wow, you want me to go to making three to five hundred? Exactly, exactly. And that's that's hard I, it's hard to do. Exactly. And that's why I try to like you know, like some, like a lot of those cats that I know that are off doing that, you know, I, I tell them about the house. It's like, no, you could take this same flip. They're method. entrepreneurs. They're, yeah. they, you know, I, t- I see it all the time. I say, man, you got a, you got a crew mm-hmm. that you give drugs to to go out there and sell. You, you weigh drugs on scales and yep. all kinds of stuff, man, and mixing it. I say, you're like a scientist. If you took some of that knowledge Mm-hmm. That you're doing and and applied it in a in a a real good professional way, and no tell the sky could be the limit exactly. for you. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, and that's and that's what that's what happens. You know, like like you could take that same hustle, that same method of flipping something, and you could put it into a house. Yeah. You know, and that's what and that's what I was telling my boy the other day. I was like, yo, like you could pick this house house up. I know a house for eight thousand dollars. You got eight grand? He's like, yeah. You could take that eight grand. Put your boys to work. Y'all fix this house up. Y'all paint it. You do this, you do that. I said, then you could probably sell it. You could, you could sell it. You put a renter in it. You put yeah. a renter in so it. You might sell it for 20000 Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, 25000 like or you something. Put, you, you put you a renter in there. Yeah. Yeah, you can put a renter in there. You can make, you can make, you know, seven seven fifty eight fifty a month on, on this house. You know, oh, you know maybe you may, you may put 10000 into it. So you end the house for 17000 And then you turn around and you can sell this house for fifty. Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand now. Yeah, it's like all right now you sell it for fifty. Like that's that's a lick, and then you can go do it again. And what if you could do that twice a month? It's possible. It's doable, you know. But and so just taking that same hustle that you have and just use it for something and applying else. it like that, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, but I got I got a lot of love for just people that's just doing entrepreneurial type things. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I mean? love when I see, uh, especially young people. Who are really getting involved in mm-hmm. entrepreneurial type, you know, yeah. events and stuff that they're doing. I just wish I could see it. I could see it more yeah. uh, uh, outside of just social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's tangible that you know we had some offices and some buildings and yeah. something yeah. we were building that you can see it and touch it more. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. One, some young young cats that are doing something. The three brothers. They're they're doing uh, they have a restaurant called Waffle That yeah right there on Cincinnati I yeah. know I've been over there before yeah, good stuff they good started stuff. off on a food truck yeah yeah and now they got their own restaurant yeah I'm 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 gonna I'm I need to holler at them I I think I'm gonna make an investment we need to do another one <laughs> do another one yeah franchise <laughs> yeah it out, franchise huh? out I mean yeah. it's good stuff it's you know? good stuff he got a good product and a good stuff and 
Why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If if I could, I'm like, if I can give you a little money and, and, you know, you can, you can add to the enterprise mm-hmm. and I make a little money every once in a while too. Like that's, that's a business that's a deal. Yeah. As long as everybody winning. Exactly. If we all win right, like, right. that's, that's how it works. Right. So that's what, and it's all about the investment. Exactly. You know, if you do, if you do the investment, then, you know, you can win. Yeah. That's another cat. You know, I know he's, he has a has a restaurant, a Mother Rose Market. He's on there on Fridays, and and uh, it's it's a uh, Rev Soul, I think is the name. Where of is it, it at? Um, Mother Rose Market. It's 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 like Midtown. Midtown yeah, somewhere yeah, up Midtown, there. Yeah, Midtown. Yeah, right off uh, Mother Rose Mother Rose Market. It's a it's a pop up. You have a lot of pop up shops mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like it's it's, it's good food. Good food. Know? Yeah, it's all big. It's 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 all plant based. But I'm not a vegan, but it's it tastes really good, good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I I told him I was glad that he let me eat it before he told me that it was vegan. Because <laughs> me, I was like vegan. I'm you know like, what? I, and speaking of vegan, you know, a lot of people always say, "Ugh, vegan, it's gonna be nasty." But yeah. hey, some of them dishes are good. You yeah, know, yeah. some of them are like what well, edible to where you can you can't even really tell. Exactly. I didn't know. know it. I didn't know it. He, he said, "Yeah, that's vegan." I was like, "Wow, like this is good." But it's real soul. It's the mm-hmm. name of the restaurant. They say stuff, man. They taste like meat, mm-hmm. but it's not meat. Yep. And you taste it, it's tasting like meat. Yeah. So there's a lot of it's a, a lot, lot of stuff. It's some stuff that's 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 happening, but I'm with you. I wish we can see it more. I wish I could just I mean, I talked to a lot of them and they got the business cards and they got the social media, but they don't have the tangible physical where you can touch it where you can touch it on the physical side. Yeah, yeah. You know, them brothers them sisters not getting together and say, Well, we're we gonna open up a cleaners or we're gonna mm-hmm. open up a uh, something that you really need in the community. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're not renting space mm-hmm. to, you know, start their business like that. And we need that. Yeah. We need that. And I know, and, and a lot of times it comes from fear. Let's keep it does. doing it. They don't feel like they're going to succeed at that yeah, point. Yeah. Or they feel like they don't have what it takes to make it happen. And that's why I try to tell you all the time, like, just start. Just start, start somewhere. It. You know, like, like start, start it at what you... It, at the level that you can do it at, you know, I have a saying that, you know, excellence, you know, everyone, everybody wants to see things done at a level, at a great level of excellence. I feel like we should do everything at a great level of excellence, but excellence defined in my definition is doing the absolute best with what you have. Mm-hmm. And so if this is what you have, like do the absolute best with that. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, and start it, you know, and, start so, it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and after that, the funds and resources will come because people are going to see what you have. Mm-hmm. Like I, I sat there and watched those walk for that guys, you know they they were out there painting, you know they they painted the logo on the building themselves. They, yeah, they did it right. They did it, you know. And that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and and you you look at you like man, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. Like you know they they might not have had you know a hundred thousand dollars to start their restaurants, but they started. But it. they started it. You know, they're going to have a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's that, coming real quick. Exactly. It's coming real quick. That business is popping up yeah, in there. They, I'm, I'm there every other day. So. Yeah. See, people are people <laughs> up in there with them waffles and stuff. Yeah. That was a great concept. Yeah. And see, that's something I try to tell uh, our people. Think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to do. I'm going to open up a beauty shop. I'm going to open up a barber shop, a mechanic shop, you know, yeah. something that we always open up. Yeah, yeah, we we have we, a lot of You know, be creative, man. Open mm-hmm. up something that's a little bit different, a soul food restaurant, you mm-hmm. know. We do something different. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, try something that's, you know, that's why he's having success. Exactly, exactly. He's yeah. got a new flavor, something new to eat on, and... It's a different concept that walk that that looks like an ice cream cone, mm-hmm. you know, you know, whatever. And 
He's got stuff. he's got some good stuff. And then you got Max. Max, Max wings and, and things. Yeah, Max wings and things over here. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's another concept. I've been going over there. Yeah, I you like know. the lemon pepper. Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> Mike Mike knows that I like the lemon pepper. I yeah, was in there yeah. before they opened up and sampled some lemon pepper. We had to get that lemon pepper right. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, so now it's right. Yeah. You so know, that's, so. It's good stuff. And then, you know, and I definitely give a shout out to uh Tim Smallwood. Oh, Tim. You know, oh, Tropical like, Smoothie. Yeah, with Tropical Smoothie. Man, man he's like, been running that bad boy for a long time. Tim's yeah. been in here on the show. Mike's been in here on the show. And those brothers are entrepreneurs. Yes. And Tim just been running that. He got two or three Tropical Smoothies. Yep, yep. And he's just running them and still working on the fire department. Yep, yep. And I love the fact that he is employing young people. You know what? He gives them a sense of ownership. Yep. He let them feel like they own. Yep. That yep. tri- that's why it's ran so yeah, well. I just, I just I said like it's run so well, and they're, they're like them them young people. They are running it. They run. Yeah. They running it. It's very rare that I walk in there and I see I see uh, Tim or his wife his wife Nicole. Like both of them are like they don't have to be. You know because they, they those got young con- people have they, ownership of it. Yeah, they got conscious young people who mm-hmm. run it. Like hey, this is my tropical smoothie yep, and yep. blah blah. And he pays them well too. Yeah, yeah. good salary over there. Mm-hmm. And when you do that with people, he got some long term people that's been over there, young people for a few years. Yeah, yeah. And they're still there. Some they can leave and come back. Mm-hmm. You know, from college or wherever they're at, because they know that. uh over there in his business, he, they're going to get treated right. Exactly. So. He's going to take care of them. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Now, you take care of your people, they take care of you. That's what it's all about. And we need more of that in our community. More, more of that economic development, jobs, and stuff like that. You know, it was always told when I was coming up, back in the, back in the day, <laughs> they always said, go to college so you can get you a degree, so you can go get a good job. Mm-hmm. But it was never really talked about Go to college, get you a degree so you can give somebody a job. Exactly. You can give somebody yeah, a job. That's what it's about. Like, how can that, I give people jobs? Yeah. How can you get, go about giving? That means you've got to do your research, mm-hmm. study your stuff, you know what I mean, and open up your, your business and start doing your sales and marketing and your development and your branding and everything that goes with it exactly. to people make all, it happen. Yeah, those people talk about, you know, I'm a boss. I'm, I'm a like, boss. You're not a boss. Oh. Like, you, you, you don't own nothing. Yeah, and that's what a lot of them say. I'm a. I hear that all the time. I'm a boss. Mm-hmm. It's like you. You have employees. You ain't got no employees. You yeah. ain't got no place. You ain't got yeah. no building. You ain't got nothing. So how are you claiming to be a boss? Don't even know what a 1099 is. What's a 1099? <laughs> you know what I mean. That's what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. And you have to. You know. You say LLC. They don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah it's basic yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. And they say they are boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's some young people rhetoric. Some young people just stuff they just want to flip out there and oh, not yeah. and not know. Yeah, and that's why I, I, I want like, how can I help create bosses? Yeah, you know how can you help create those we, bosses? We, we need more, and that's what like like from Drexel to the after school programs at the Dream Center, you know, and just and just impact with young people. Like that's 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 that is what get me going. Like how can I help create more bosses? Yeah, how can you create that? You know, and it takes investment. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. A lot, it takes a lot of it. It takes time to maybe put into put into people, and you know, like like Wayne. I'm known Wayne since he was in kindergarten. 
Okay, you've been on Wayne that long, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so now he's a he's a sophomore in in high school now. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember like his sister, she graduated. I remember his sister. She was over here too. Yeah, yeah. Now mm-hmm. she's at she's in she's in college, you know, mm-hmm. in Oklahoma uh, Central, and you know, yeah. she's she's doing her thing. Yeah. yeah but but uh, but those things it takes it takes time to develop those relationships with people, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you got to have those type of parents too. Yeah, yeah. You know, that are willing to work with you mm-hmm. with those type of children and, yeah. and young people. Yep, yep. You know. So and Wayne and them got that mother. Oh yeah, man. She's, she's awesome. got the the support. Yep, and she will call you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Wayne's acting up. Tighten up. Yeah, tighten Wayne up. He's yep. he acting up. Uh huh. But he ain't gonna act up too much. Nah. You're gonna never probably even hear too much of that. Nope, nope. Especially not now. Like he's now when he was younger, he's mature. Oh yeah, he's mature. When he he's was younger, he was flopping all over the mm-hmm. place, huh? Yep, yep. But now he's maturing and understanding the concept of uh. Becoming a man. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's one thing. There's a difference between malehood and manhood. Exactly. T- it takes a lot to become a man. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, I'm I'm raising, like, with when I talk about the boys and girls at, at, uh, at the Dream Center or even at the, even at the school at Drexel, you know, so I'm not raising boys and girls. I'm raising men and women. They, that's it. They're growing to be men. Mm-hmm. They're not growing to be boys. You know, we have a lot of 25, 26, 27-year-old boys walking around. Boys walking around. 30-year-old yeah, 30 boys. 30-year-old boys. You know, you know shoot. And, I didn't see them, man. 35-year-old yeah, yeah. boys. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, having never learned how to become a man. Yep, yep. And so it's like, how can we how can we teach them to become a man? You know, yeah. and, that, and, that's, and, that's, and that's really like the goal. You know, I think about, you know, crossovers. They're doing the same thing with, with the all-boys mm-hmm. uh, academy at like six starting in sixth grade right now they're going to go sixth through twelfth but right now i think they're like sixth through ninth grade and uh shout out to crossover pro you know they're doing pastor philip they're doing amazing things over there and they're raising men you know oh i love that man anytime you can take a group of african-american black men and raise mm-hmm. them up and start showing them how to become a man yeah that is the deal yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of single parent moms it is who have ch- uh, young boys, mm-hmm. and they really don't know how to raise a man. Oh man, don't you get know, me on that. you yeah. already know. I mean, they yeah. don't. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. But that's my little baby. That's my. That's my little. You know. And so yeah. they raise them the best that they know how. Exactly. exactly. And sometimes uh, they grow up not knowing anything about manhood. Mm-hmm. Only way they can grow up about learn something about manhood is their uncle or their grandpa's in their yeah. life yeah. or something like that are attached to them and kind of kind of helping them raise. And I would say like even like in our community just. Uh, nationwide, like there is a vacuum of black male leadership, mm-hmm. and and it's important for yeah. us to to step step up in our rightful place and and lead. You that's, know, that's true. And 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 because of you know the single single moms, you know, raising their sons, because you know you have these you know these dads, these 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 men that have not been present in their life. Present in their life because they don't know. know how to be a man. Exactly. And so now you have this cycle that's being repeated over and over and over mm-hmm. again and and so like so now you have these these these, these young men that they're raising up and they're, they're so used to taking a back seat to a woman because they took a back seat to their mom all their life all their life to them it's normal it's like yeah. so it's like i don't have to lead i don't even i've never even seen a man lead lead so i don't you know, know what so leading know is exactly you and, know so. And, so, and so and so in their mind like it psychologically they have for lack of better terms dumbed down you know Mm-hmm. Uh, to to make it okay for us to take a second, take take the back seat, but that's mm-hmm. not how God intended for it to happen. No, it hasn't. You know, and sometimes that those little boys incorporate some some behavior 
their incarcerated father, mm-hmm. uh, someone on the streets and things yeah, like yeah. that. Because that's the only example they have is when it comes to seeing males. Exactly. That's exactly. it. That's they don't, it. They don't have another example. That's, the, that's why I'm, I'm so adamant right now about getting this uh, van that I was telling you about mm-hmm. so I can pick up a whole bunch of young boys yeah. and show them some things that they've never seen before yeah, yeah, yeah. and give them a sense of hope, yeah, yeah. you know, a sense of hope. And, you know, when when people feel good about themselves, they do good. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. And, yeah. and, that, and that's huge. Like, that's definitely, you know, I'll just want to just stamp that again, that, you know, you getting that van. Yeah, like, you know, I just want to encourage people to to give and donate towards that because that's going to like that's that's going to change so many young people's lives. And the narrative of this over here. Yeah, yeah, and allow yeah. them to be able to take them out and see things that they might might not have ever ever wanted seen. to see before in yeah. their lives. Like like you're you're stretching their brain to a point where when it, it would never turn back to the size that it was. Mm-hmm. Like when you took that group of boys and girls to Atlanta, mm-hmm. you stretched their imagination, you stretched their vision. Where it, it's not, it, they're not gonna, they're not, they saw something bigger than what they've ever experienced before in their life. Atlanta is three times the size of Tulsa. Of course. You know, and so they're able to see things that they never seen before. You know, I think about some of the ones that was there that I know they grew up here, born and raised. Like they never seen, you know, black people rolling around and having anything. Yeah, yeah, and just very wealthy blacks. Mm-hmm. And where it's like, it's the norm. It's the norm there in Atlanta. In Atlanta, like yeah. that, that's just how it is. That's like, how it is. And you know, when I did that trip, Pastor Tim, I knew mm-hmm. that they were going to witness yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know, when we were going to CNN and Radio One and Tyler mm-hmm. Perry Studio yeah. and Dr. King Centers, mm-hmm. I already knew that they were getting ready to experience something that they've never experienced in their life. Yeah. And this can some to some of them can maybe be a one time thing exactly. or it can be a hundred time thing. If they ever go back, mm-hmm. they'll know how to know what they're looking at. Yeah. You know, so but it's it, it's good to invest. Yeah. And it, it redefined their, no, their, their normal. The normal. Because you know? like right now, or before then, their normal wasn't Tulsa. It was just Tulsa. It was just you know, and not yeah. to, and not saying that Tulsa's bad. I'm not putting Tulsa down. Yeah, and not putting but, Tulsa up, but it's but it but their normal was just what they see in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know in Tulsa there there isn't a a very wealthy black community. That's not like, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, in Tulsa there isn't a. a you know, a, a lot of black entrepreneurs that mm-hmm. are that are doing like in Tulsa. They, they've never seen a black mayor. Mm-hmm. They've never seen a black police chief. They've never seen a black fire chief. Like Tulsa, never seen those things yeah. where black people are running it. You know, and it's kind of like I was telling them. I was saying, now look, Utica Square here in Tulsa, mm-hmm. around that area where those big old mansions and houses. In Atlanta, you got black people that have that. Exactly. That same thing. That's twice the size of Utica Square. Twice the size. <laughs> you know, of any of uh, 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 the millionaire houses and homes, yeah. it's twice the size because Atlanta is the New Day Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It's the yep. New Day Black Wall Street. You know, and those people are interested in what's going on down here in Tulsa, too. Yep. You know, yep. with Black Wall Street, because they, they were asking me. What's happening down there? Just the Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Twenty one massacre took place. I said, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all and we're right from here. Yeah. And living in this environment. So 
you know, we need to be more conscious of our community and what we own yes. to reinvest into our community, exactly. to do it the black Wall Street way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mind getting help from other folks and other races and stuff like mm-hmm. getting some help financially, but sometimes you got to do the Robin Hood. Exactly. You know, and, exactly. And, and put it back into your people. And I think just like you said, like with that, with that van, though, it's going to it's going to help you show boys and girls that so they can do those things, because it's not that. People don't want to. It's just because they haven't seen it. They haven't seen it. And a lot of times we have a hard time believing mm-hmm. in the vision and the dream. So we just exactly. don't. You know, I've had many people come into this radio station with great ideas, mm-hmm. great things, and then they want me to do their dreams. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying to them, look, that's your, that's your dream. Yeah. You go do this. Yeah, yeah. Just put in the time every day. Work on uh, your marketing, your sales, and your building the brand, mm-hmm. and you could go a lot further than what you think you can go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It just takes a little effort. It takes that little effort, a little time, and that little investment of not... This radio station that we're in wasn't just something I just all of a sudden just put in one day. Yeah, yeah. It took time. I had to think about this format and everything and learn. I never had did radio before in my life. And I bet you didn't start off with you know, with five no, microphones. I mean, no. just one. Hey, man, please. <laughs> I started off, I had two. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, now I got five or six microphones yeah. around and, here. And computers in front of every computer. Right. Everybody got a computer and everybody got, and everything's paid for. Yeah. But I did my research mm-hmm. and my investment, yeah. you know, to get it to this point right exactly. here for us. I didn't put this together just for Bobby Eaton. Exactly. This exactly. ain't just for me. Yeah. If I did that, I just have one microphone sitting and, up in here. That's the second key, though. It's like you, mm-hmm. you have you had something, you had a desire, and, and, and a passion, and a passion for something you learned. But then, but then after you learned, you invested in yourself. But you didn't. But you also didn't just hold it for you. For you, you made it for others. I made it for you and everybody else because I believe in giving a voice to the voiceless. Yeah. A lot of times, people never get a chance to. Tell their stories, mm-hmm. you know, because my motto is we tell our stories our way over here. Yeah, yeah. Mainstream media, uh, Channel 6, Fox 23, Channel 8, and all of them, you can interview with them for for, for five minutes, mm-hmm. and you're going to get five seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. all you're going to get. Yeah, they're they're going to chop you up. They'll leave, they'll leave out the, me- the meat and potatoes. And they're going to make you sound – they're going to make you say what they wanted you to say. Yeah, they're going to – exactly. I've but not over done. here. You can say what you want to say over here because – over here at Eaton Media Services, we're not controlled by anyone. Yeah, yeah. The building is black. The the the, the equipment is paid for. It's blackity, blackity, black. Yeah. You know, you so want. we can just do what we want over here as long as we want to do it. We control the narrative. And, you know, they may get mad or get upset, but. There's nothing they can do. Exactly. What are you going to do? Like, because you, you're not, you're not in my pocket, or you're I'm not in, in your pocket. I'm not in your pocket. We're not boys in each yeah. other's pockets. Yeah. So I invite the community and people to come in, so we can have a platform. We can have a platform yeah. to discuss these stories and stuff like that. And it's so, it's so important. That's why I tell people all the time, like, we have to support this radio show, this radio station. We have to, if we want our community to thrive. And to be where it needs to be, we have to be able to support this radio station and to help it get the information out there. I want to just get it to another level. Yeah. Keep growing and get it to another level because yeah. information and knowledge is power. Yep. Powerful, man. 
Yep. That is so powerful when some you know what, for me being on this radio station, Bobby Eaton, it's like me going to a school mm-hmm. because I get to learn from you, Pastor Tim, mm-hmm. and all the hundreds of others who come through that door yeah. and as they tell their stories to me. Yeah. So I get off on just kind of like learning all of this information. Mm-hmm. It ain't just a party scene for me or nothing up in here. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah. we learn up in here. Yeah. Those those young people who come in here and broadcast the Juice Radio Show every Thursday night, mm-hmm. who come in here, they learn black journalism. Yeah, yeah. And and how to be a certain way. So, and and I know that mainstream media they can come through that door because they've been over here before, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've interviewed some of them, and they are so nervous when they come through that little door. Yeah. Because they don't know what Bobby Eaton's going to ask. And they know you're not beholden to anyone. No, I'm not beholden <laughs> to nobody. So if, uh, you know, they sit down here behind these chairs right here, I might ask you, hey, how, how you like North Tulsa? Mm-hmm. Just, bl- just blunt. How do you like? And they got to answer. Yeah. You know, what do you think about the Terrence Crutcher murder? Yeah. How did you feel Betty Shelby uh, got away with murder? That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I ask those so questions. Why don't you do this? Yeah. Why don't you do why this? Don't you do this? Why, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Exactly. Ask straight pointed questions. Straight pointed questions. We've got the mayor coming in here mm-hmm. January 13th. Oh, yeah. He'll be sitting right where you're sitting in the same seat. Mayor Bynum will be here. And so I want the community and everybody to put it on your calendar, write it down, yeah. ask the mayor. That's mm-hmm. the whole show. Ask the mayor. So you can. Ask the questions that are needed to the mayor yeah. of Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's you know, good. so you can talk to him. Don't talk to me. You can talk to him. Call in and whatever you want to say. You can ask, address it to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, long as it's in respectful and you know it's it's okay. But we want to get answers. That's we need good. answers. You yeah, know, we yeah. need answers. You know, Mayor Bynum, what can you do to help the Dream Center? I mean, exactly. I mean, really, yeah. what can the city do to give to the Dream Center? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just using you as an example. Yeah. Or uh, what can you do to fix up some of these alleyways over here since you are the city of Tulsa and all these weeds and garbage and trash in the alleyways that the city owns that never have been cleaned up? Yeah, yeah. So those yeah. are the kind of questions that we need to be asking. Yeah, yeah. Or even just cutting some of these city-owned or county-owned properties. Yeah, there you right. go. Hey. City-owned county, you know about that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we we do a program at the Dream Center where we call Adopt a Block. We go out and we cut people's yards. There you and go. It's typically seniors, you know, so it's seniors and senior. Man, I talk about that moms. all the time. I ask for volunteers to go out and cut Miss Johnson's yard. Yeah, you know, and just take it two hours and knock it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so we, you know, you know, I have a few, and that's kind of kind of go back to your question of what I do for fun. Like, I as a during the summertime. That's fun. It's, right? it's fun. I mean, because I grew up in a place where I didn't have any, um, I didn't have a yard. You know, I grew up in a, I grew up You're in a concrete, project. huh? Yeah, I was a concrete. I would say like a rose and concrete, you know, and so I didn't have a yard. So I used to dream of having a yard that I can cut, you know, and make, make the field look like a golf course or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so, and so a lot of my, you know, my, my grandmothers and grandfathers out in the community, I, I just, Cut the yards for them. Yeah, you did and it, just, huh? You just, enjoyed just, doing it too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I just go out and I just cut people's yards. And, yeah. But there's sometimes there's empty lots that are out there that, you know, I'm not, and I look up and try, I figure out who's the owner and I'm like, it says Tulsa County. 
I'm like, well, why are we cutting? They this? own that property. Yeah, they need to be cutting this property. Mm-hmm. You know, but they just let it overgrow. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just as they're just as bad as yeah. you know absentee right. owners that live from out of town that's making yeah. the grass grow. Bugs and mice and all that in yeah. there and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. going on. And that, that stuff, and, and when you cut it, what does it do? It runs into people's houses. That's true. They're going to go over there. Next thing, you're going to have mice. Exactly. And you're going to be saying, wow, I didn't have mice before, but mm-hmm. now I have mice. But if you keep it cut all the time, you don't have to worry about that. Yep, you don't have to worry about it. You know, and those are some of the questions that people need to be asking the mayor when he comes on the show. I'm going to be advertising it, and you're going to be knowing what's going on. If you don't call in and ask the question, that's on you. Yep. You know, it's on you. And not on Bobby Eaton, so you can't be let your voice put, be heard. Yeah, let, that's what we want. You know, and that's the purpose of uh, this station over here. We're located at 1533 North Norfolk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We take donations. We take whatever. Uh, you can come in here, and if you got an idea and you need to connect, we can connect you with who you need to be connected with. So you just, you know, I just kind of drive traffic, you know. Hey, call so-and-so and so-and-so. Here, here here's so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. That's the way we do it over here, Eaton Media Services. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Saturdays from 12 to 2. And uh, we want you to have some ho- happy holidays, you know. Yeah. Christmas is coming up, man. You got What's, what's the big plans for Christmas, man? And Christmas is just going to be hanging out with the family. At the crib? At the house. Yeah. That's right, chilling, huh? Yes, that's it. That's it. You know, it, it's been such a big week. And so I y'all not gonna have a whole bunch of people coming over and all that, are you? No, I already did my big Christmas party. That was okay. You already did that. (laughs) You done with that, huh? I'm done with that. I'm just gonna kind of sit back and just relax. You and the wife enjoy the enjoy the family. Yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, just family. I mean, I have my mother-in-law over and okay and and sisters. Right, they'll be coming through, huh? Yeah, yeah, they come through and we 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 all eat together. We do. That's good. Your wife be cooking it up. Yeah, she does a little bit. A little it's, bit. Of, it's, 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 it's a family it's, effort. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a family effort. One of those kind of deals, huh? He's one of them take a take a couple of things. Yeah, that know. they do good with. Oh, yeah. uh, like yeah. So and so make good potato salad, and so and so make good macaroni and cheese. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I got you. Exactly. Got and you. then we just kind of just chill at the house, and afterwards, I just kind of kick back and. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do, man. I'm right now. The invites is kind of low. I've been to a couple of Christmas parties, mm-hmm. but I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I may just chill out at the home and watch some games or something like that and whatever, yeah. you know, on that day. Well, you, I, I, you may, I may just come over to my house. Huh? <laughs> you can come hang out with us. Oh, are you, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh, man, I might just consider doing all that, right, man. Right. Come over to your crib, man, and sit up and... You know, and meet your family and stuff like that. You yeah. give me the address and stuff, and I might just right. just do that, Pastor right, Tim. Right. That's a good thing, you know, a great thing. I appreciate the invite. Oh, no problem, no you problem. Know, all on the radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bobby old Pastor Tim's house. Well, we're going we gonna to be in touch. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of work to do. Yes, yes, yes. You know, we, we got, me and you got a lot of work to do, and we can do it. You know, you got that going on over there. I got communications going on over here. So I think that, uh, you know, when you find people that are like-minded people, yeah, then you can build something. Exactly. That's they got important. Like-minded people. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, you can't have a double, what the Bible says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's what it say, don't it? You know. And I remember hearing that one. Yeah. That's the same as your people that you link up with. You know, if you're linking up with people that's, that's not on the same page as you, like, 
it's going to be hard for you to get your get your vision accomplished, your dream accomplished. You're trying to go, so you got to find people that's like minded to help you push the work forward. That's so true. You know, that's so true. So many people get distracted because they're going a good direction, but they hook up with someone who's going in another direction. Yeah. And then their visions and their dreams just fall by the wayside. Yep. And then you say, man, what happened to him, man? He was he was he was on his way going there. Mm-hmm. But he just gave up. Yep. And then when you see him, oh man, I haven't done this in about three or four years, man. Yep. And uh, I decided to, you know, why didn't you keep on going, man? Exactly. Exactly. You know? never should have stopped. Never should have stopped. You know, so I hooked up with the wrong person. Right. Well, let's take another little break. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll be right back. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way.
Oh, yeah, don't stop the music here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Me and Pastor Tim in the house, and we've been chopping it up and uh, talking about a variety of different things. These shows are recorded, so all you need to do is go into the archive, Google the Bobby Eaton Show. Just Google it, and you'll see Pastor Tim and the Dream Center right there. And, uh, man, we got so much to do and so much to talk about. And, um, you know, you will give me insights about the van. And we talked about the van earlier. Mm -hmm. We talked about your school, which I was really, man, everything free over to Dream Center. Yeah. That's why so many people from the community go to the Dream Center, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, we just really wanted to make sure that people didn't have any barriers to receive any type of, any type of help or, or assistance, you know, like, you know, because last thing when, when you're in need, last thing you want to hear is, oh, you need this if you want to get this, you know? And so, so, so you just really want to kind of remove all those different barriers and, and to be able to, just, you know, give yeah. them what they need. And you, to our audience, you don't have to have identification. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, See, no that's identification. A, a lot of people may feel like, well, hey, I got to have some ID to go over there. Yep. Yep. No, yeah. no ID. No, no nothing. Just show up with a smiling face. And we're gonna, we're simple, gonna help huh? you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's literally just that simple. Just show up. You know, we're gonna. Uh, we have our scheduled services. You know, we have groceries on Tuesdays at ten and at one. Also, it's like Friday. tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yes, yeah, so we won't have it tomorrow because we have uh, a holiday. Holiday, right. yeah, exactly. Christmas Eve. And so we're closed. We're closed for the uh, for Ho- the holiday season. The season. Yeah, when so we, we open up, we we'll be back open on the on the third. So on the Friday third. the third. Okay, yeah, right, yeah. right. right. So we'll have food pantry service on that day at ten o'clock. You don't have to go back till the third, huh? Yeah, I'm. You off, I man? You got? You gonna be off, man? And just chilling out? I am. I am. Well, we we have a few things we need to get taken care of around the Dream Center and out. You know, I'll be in and out, but for the most part, we we try to take this last week to just kind of just recoup and refresh because we were doing so much. You know, like we. Out, like our largest event took place just yesterday. At, yeah, well, not yesterday, but Saturday. thousand, thousand plus people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We had we had almost two thousand people. Man, look attended. at it. Look, man, look at God working for you. Yeah, we did two two services. I mean, it was so we packed 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 the gym out twice. You know, we could fit eight hundred inside the gym, and we packed out twice. The second time, we put chairs in there. We put more than the capacity, and we had a bunch of volunteer firemen that were uh we have a bunch of firemen that were volunteering mm-hmm. with us and so we we tried to be you know yeah right tried to be huh we skirted they on kinda, the edge yeah they kind of let you get a little bit of edge yeah, on the end yeah, right there like all right like all so right, we, we're not gonna yeah we mm-hmm. pow, but we piled it in we piled people in there and and uh put in chair put in chairs set more people on the bleachers and you know fit as many people in, in the room as possible because we want to be able to serve mm-hmm. serve everyone and, were you serving in the gym yep yeah, okay. yeah, we did our service in the gym. What kind of there. food did you have? You were serving. Um, well, so we wasn't wasn't we didn't serve food. We, we had hot meals, but we had a, a service. We had some spiritual food. Okay, that, spiritual food. That uh, well, yeah, you got yeah. that right. Yeah, and then we gave out uh, we gave out groceries. We gave a grocery bag that was a Christmas dinner theme. So you know, every bag had mac and cheese dressing. Um, we gave potatoes for for to do mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. sweet potatoes. All um, of the stuff, huh? Yeah, get all the fixings to do a a dinner, a Christmas dinner for your family. Mm-hmm. And we also gave out a ham or a turkey. Oh, really? So, turkeys too? Hams and yep, turkeys? Yep, yep, yep. So wow. you were able to pick between the two, whether ham or turkey, and we gave that to the people um, as well as, and then all the boys and girls, each one of them received a toy. And man, so, that was so nice. For each one of them. I applaud you for that, man, for 
taking the time to do that for our community and our people, man. That that's nice. Yeah, it goes, you know, we just want to show people the love of Christ. You know, Jesus mm-hmm. he he loved each and every single one of us regardless of our background, regardless of what we're going through, that's what true. situations that, that that we're facing, you know, God he still loves you. And you now that really for us like that's the our that's our goal. Like we want to be able to 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 be that be, be that be, be that person that you realize that man like you know i i feel like nothing is going on inside my life i feel like no one is is caring about me no one's loving me it's like but when you come to dream center it's going to be people there that it's all, they're all dream love center is uh transparent yeah yeah so you look at transparent people you know you don't have to feel funny when i'm going to toss talk to pastor tim i gotta mm-hmm. watch what i do and say exactly exactly you know, i be got you yeah but I noticed in the beginning of the show you was crunked up, man, yeah, on that, yeah. you know. And I was like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is kind of different there for me." But I, I mean, you know, coming from minister, you know, being a, you know, you know what I'm saying. I know it's just, I know. It's yeah, just I'm bad. saying yeah because I believe that's one reason that a lot of the young people don't attend church because they don't want to deal with that old time religious kind of buff. Yeah, you know, and you got to change your narrative. You can't be doing the same thing your grandma and great grandma used to do. Exactly, we got to you know meet people where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, meet them where they're at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a hip hop head. I grew up hip hop. I I grew up in that era, you right? Know? And so, so yeah, no, I'm not the, you know, I I I don't I don't probably speak with the with the same vernacular as some of your your older pastors in the community. You know, uh, you know, I don't start my prayers off the same way. I don't right. end my prayers off the same way. I don't preach like them. Right. You know, you know, and 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 I know some young people that's my age they do, but and but that's their that's them. You know, and they grew up in that. Me, I didn't. You know, I I I don't know the all the proper etiquette things to do. You know, in church. Yeah, well, they don't know? either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean, I'm just gonna. They just been taught. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's just uh, something yeah. you've been taught. How yeah. to do this, and you're supposed to say this, and the hooping and holler. You hoop and holler. Yeah, no, I don't. See, I that's don't. what I'm that's saying. Because I mean, that's not how I care myself. I don't yeah, right. think that way. All right, you don't think that way. And, and I feel like you know, you know, God, he, he, he doesn't have these. He doesn't have those requirements. Mm-hmm. He just wants us to just to, just to be us. I believe that and, too. And there are people that there are people that you know, and and I feel like there's that style is good for some people, and but for me, that's not my style. You know, like yeah. that, that's not what got me into church. That's not what got me. You know, there was a pastor that he said, hey, Tim, I see you DJing in the clubs and you you cussing on the radio and you smoking, you drinking, you doing all this different stuff. But that's OK. God still loves you and come to my church. Mm-hmm. I still and 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 he talked to me. He just shot straight with me all the time. And and for me, it was like, yo, like, man, this is this is church people like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not really, you're not looking down on me. You're not, you're not telling me. Yes, did, did he tell me that, you know, if I was doing things that I shouldn't have done, did he say, hey, like, you know, like you know what the word of God, especially as I got, as I grew in Christ, like you know what the word of God says, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you know. But he's always say, yep, the word of God is working in you, Tim. And you know, when when God works on you, you can have a revelation mm-hmm. of becoming a better person. Yep. Man, I, I did the same thing. I was in the streets with drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol and ripping and running girls, sex, the mm-hmm. whole thing. I'm a musician by trade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, back in those days when I was traveling around the globe, I was doing all that stuff. I was all out of control. Yeah, yeah. But you know, sometime, man, you get to a point in your life that you got to realize, man, it's not worth it. It's not. Doing all of that crazy stuff, yep. man. You know, 
So don't wild out. I'm an old man who don't wild out no more. Exactly, exactly. You know, but I just try to keep it on a positive and keep the narrative in the right perspective. Keep the passion. Yeah, yeah. You know, and live. Yeah, yeah. And have a life. Exactly. You know, and that's what I see that you're having, man. And you're a young man. You know what I mean? You need to continue on with that life. Yes, sir. You know, as you're being guided. You yes, know, I've always, I always say, hey, man, I got more time behind me than I do in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you never know how that's going to go. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know. Exactly. I mean, I used to, <laughs> I used to. I used to think that I wasn't going to live until I was to, to see 21. I used to hear that all the time. And it's you like, hear that with a, amongst a lot of young people, don't you? Yeah, like you'll be you be lucky. I used to hear all the time, like, even from adults used to tell me, you'd be lucky to see 18. You'd be lucky to see 21. And the truth of the matter is, like, with all the friends I grew up with, they're all dead. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. They're and gone, huh? They're, they're all gone. And, and so, like, what they were saying was true, you know, but... But God had a plan for me. He had a plan on my he life, did. you know, and because I said yes to him and yes to like what to, to, to him to like do something in my life and to start following him, that narrative was able to change and I was able to change direction. But um, but, he, but he kept me. He kept me through that time, you know, because I did a lot of stupid stuff that I shouldn't have. I shouldn't be here today. But. You know, because because he kept me through the, that thing, I'm able to be here, mm-hmm. you know, because he knew that, hey, one day I'm going to send him to Tulsa and he's going to do, you know, he's going to start a school. He's going to run a dream. He already he knew it he before you did. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. just, 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 you know, it's kind of like I've been back here four years now. Mm-hmm. I did not want to come back to Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. That's what I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. My mother took sick, took ill. And I was like, oh. Man, I do not want to move. I was living in Houston for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Lived in Hollywood a good 15 to 17, 15 to 17 years, somewhere up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lived overseas three years, and I did not want to come back to Tulsa. God had a plan for you to come back. But he here. had a plan for me to come back, start this radio station, exactly. uh, get involved with the community, meet people like Pastor Tim, yeah. you know, and things like that. And I understand that now, you know. Yeah, bring a voice. Bring a us. voice. You know, yeah, I mean, because I was, I was, I've been praying for a a radio station to to for the community to have a voice. Like that's yeah. something I've been praying for. So like, you are literally an answered prayer. Wow. You know? And it, all my credit goes to Joe Eden, my grandfather, who built this building that we're in. Yeah. yeah. And my dad allowed Bobby Eden Senior allows me to be in here. Yeah. yeah. So when you're passing it down throughout yeah. the generations. You know, you can't lose like that. That's what it's about. Like, and it's that it's that legacy. It's that, that generational, you know, wealth that we're passing on to it. And and that's what I try to teach. You know, even the parents and and our boys and girls. Like, when we're creating things, mm-hmm. we have to create something that generationally we can pass on to the next. Person. That's true. Yeah. Pastor Tim, hey man, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the Bobby oh, Eaton no Show. To share all this good information, Thank man. Thank you for having me. I want to come back. Yeah, we we're gonna get you back now. You you'll be back in here, you know. So we're gonna continue to have that relationship of communication, yeah. and then you know we're gonna get a show where you can bring some of your people in, yeah, and, and they can have a word, and you know we can just spread it, you know, as much as we can. Exactly, exactly. It'll be good. All right, bro. Good talking. Tell you. everybody how, well, well before we leave. Address. Yes, you can check us out. Drexel Academy is right next to Westview Medical Clinic on 1 West 36th Street North. And the Tulsa Dream Center, you guys know, is right off 46 and Martin Luther King Boulevard, 200 West 46th Street North.
Everybody knows that. Yeah, come on out. All right, come man. Till the next time, have a good one, okay? Yes, thank you, guys. All right. Hey, we've been on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Keep in mind that we are taking donations over here. We're taking donations. We've got a little bucket up here, and we're taking some donations to help us raise money to get our van, you know. So, But if you need to get in touch with us, call us at 832-443-9499. Again, that number is 832-443-9499. Eaton Media Services, located at 1532nd. I said 32nd, didn't I? 1533 North Norfolk, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Until the next time, we want you to have a good one. Take care of yourself, okay?